It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon. This is October 10th, 2020. And welcome to Patricia Adams Live. We are having a special guest that I have been seeking for quite a while to be a part of our show. And her name is Evangelist Mary K. Baxter. She is a doctor as well. She is going to be imparting divine knowledge and wisdom that has been imparted to her. And I pray that those of you who have an ear to hear will hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, because truly for such a time as this, God has put her in our lives. And I pray that you will take this broadcast that you downloaded, that you will share it, you will subscribe on our multiple distribution channels and all over the world uh, that I know that you're listening in in Spain and Australia and Africa, wherever you're listening in at at this particular moment, if you're listening live, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this show. Please share, please like, please follow, please subscribe to any of our platforms that this broadcast is distributed to. And I want to tell you that Mary Kay was born in Tennessee. She accepted Christ as her Savior at the age of 19. And in 1976, I know what she was doing, and I know what I was doing. In 1976, she was living in Belleville, Michigan, and Jesus appeared to her in human form, in dreams, visions, and revelations. And I know that a lot of people in the religious uh, sector talk against that and speak against that, but I know it's real, and it doesn't matter what they say. Um, the Word of God is real, and His Spirit is real, and because of that, that she was open to receive from Him, that He was able to appear to her in human form, in dreams, visions, and revelations. She became ordained as minister in 1983 at the Full Gospel Church of God in Michigan, and she received a doctorate of ministry from Faith Bible College, which was an affiliate of Oral Roberts University. The movement of the Holy Spirit is emphasized in everything that she does, everything that she writes and all of her services, and many miracles have occurred in them. Dr. Mary Kay Baxter has been in full-time ministry for over 30 years. God commissioned her to record her experiences and tell others of the horrific depths, degrees, and torments of hell, as well as the wonderful destiny of heaven for the redeemed of Jesus Christ. There truly is a hell to shun and a heaven to gain. Please purchase your books and merchandise at her uh, website, and it is Mary, Mary K. Baxter. 
www.marykbaxterinc.com, www.marykbaxterinc.com. And she also has a book site, and that is HTTPS, www.eaglesnestbooks.com. She has a new CD to give away, and she also has other books out, and some of them are also limited editions. You can reach out to her for your book purchases, for any donations, to schedule her for a meeting, to email her, and also with any additional information that you want to share with her at that site. And again, that is going to her personal website, and it is www.marykbaxterinc.com. And you spell her name Mary, M-A-R-Y, K, just the initial K, the Next word is Baxter, B as in boy, A as in Adam, X as in X-ray, T as in Tom, E as in Edward, R as in Robert, Inc, I-N-C dot com, www.marykbaxterinc.com, and get your books from her. Some of them are limited editions, and I love a hardback book. I love paperback books, and if you want that, get it directly from her. And Dr. Baxter, we want to thank you again for taking the time to be on the show and seeking the face of God about your being on this show. And I am going to turn the show over to you for now and allow you to discuss the way that you want to take us today. Okay. Thank you for that great introduction. And I'm I'm excited about to tell about hell today on the radio. I, I used to do many radios when I first started, but um, <clears throat> there's a lot of information in my testimony, and it's all true. Uh, I'm not because many people didn't receive it or believe it, honey. I know Jesus, and I know what He did uh, when He appeared to me. He appeared to me in a human form. He appeared to me like looking at a person. And he told me my destiny. He told me my journey. He told me what he was going to do with me. I was very much awake. I was not a dream. It was reality. And uh, according to the word of God, prophets are real. And they come forth and they tell you what God's going to do. And if you believe and know who Jesus is and understand it's easier. But many times we get prophecy when we don't understand. So we believe it and receive it. But for years I told, was told, uh, sister, that I would have a visitation from the king, King Jesus. And it really, really happened. And the night that he appeared to me, uh, 1976, at 2 o'clock in the morning. And it had been earlier that year that, uh, the presence of prayer came up on me in my house when we prayed a lot, a lot. And I remember that night so well. It was 2 o'clock in the morning, and a brilliant light fell into uh, my bedroom. And my husband was asleep. His back was turned towards me. He didn't even wake up. But there was a, a circle of light, I guess about four feet or around or five and in that light stood Jesus Christ. He looks a lot like the thing you see on Trinity, the face looking through the window with a shawl around his head. He looks like nations. And the love, the love that comes from him, 
I I tell you what, I pray for that love. I pray for that beautiful spirit of Jesus Christ that's so full of love for everybody. And in this time, we are really going through a lot, a lot. And we need Jesus. We need him so bad. Because all over the world, sorrows and griefs, fires, earthquakes. And in this time and age, we truly need to call on Jesus Christ. And I say that from my heart. Because uh, I haven't been preaching 30 years, sister. I've only been preaching about 24 years. But but what I do want to say to the people listening, the Lord blessed me to get my book translated the divine revelation of hell into 250 different languages in the world. It's all over the world. God did it. He told me he would do it. And he told me the name of the book. And he explained to me as he stood there, he showed me an open visions of the fire, retrials and persecution and rejection of his word. But he said, fear not, I have your hand, and I'll walk you through all of this. And so it's such a supernatural wisdom to be with Christ. And when you're with Christ, you understand things without anybody saying a word. It's like instant knowledge. And he said to me, come, we're going to go up into the sky and then down a gateway into hell. And with that, he reached his hand out to me. And I was kneeling and worshiping him. And my body laid on the bed. But my soul came right out of my body and stood by him. And I was shocked. And he took my hand, my left hand. I had a hand, like a spiritual body. And he said, fear not, your body, your family shall be safe. And then I saw in an open vision over my home, Psalms 91 in a big banner flowing. Then I saw hundreds of angels in my home and around my home. And he said, they're here to protect everything. Come. And when when he took me by my hands, he stayed in the human form. And we went high, high into the sky like a rocket. And we came to part of the galaxy, sisters and brothers, that was the earth's looked like a basketball below. And out of the earth came tunnels, round circles, like moving alive tunnels. And he said, those are gateways into hell. He said, we shall go down a gateway. And hell is in the middle of the earth on her back. That hell has compartments, has degrees and fires and judgment of my father. And it is in the middle of the earth. And he said, come, I will, I will show you. And he took me by my hand, and we began to descend down one of these gateways. Now, Sister Patricia, there was his hand holding mine. As we went down the gateway, there was a wall surrounding us. And in the wall was like a, a misty gray I don't like net. And behind that net was demons, all sizes, all horrified, screaming and, and from the presence of Jesus. Jesus said, they cannot touch you. 
and we kept going down, 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 and about halfway down, and I want everybody listening to understand this. You have a body, soul, and spirit, and when you die without the Lord Jesus Christ, if you're not born again and ask him to come into your heart and save your soul, honey, and then you love him with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength, but in this experience that I had, as I'm going down all at once, I felt like something ripped my heart out. And I screamed and screamed. And then I felt like I was descending into no more hope, no more destiny, no more future. And I had my sound mind. And I knew above the earth was my family. And I knew this was real, Patricia. And then as we went down further, further, I screamed and screamed, and Christ made that feeling go away. And then he said, Catherine, the reason I let that happen to you was for you to tell the world that's exactly how you feel when you're cast into hell with no more hope, no more destiny, no more future. But I allowed you to have a taste of that so the world would know that hell is real. And we began to descend further and further down, and all that my normal feelings came back. And we stood on a pathway called the Valley of the Shadow of Death. And there was on one side, there were snakes big around its trains. And on the other side was black things, like what, four or five wicked-looking arms crawling in the mud. And I screamed because the smell in hell, it's like uh, sewers. It's like burning plastic. It's like hair molded with filth. It's such a stink. It burns. It actually, I was in the spirit form, and it actually would burn my, my nostrils if I was in a human form. I couldn't. You can't deal with it. It was hard to breathe. And we kept walking. And Jesus, I looked at him. And I felt my hand got warm, and I looked, and there was real blood on my hands. And I screamed, Jesus, what is this? He said, I bled and I died, child, for everybody down here. Only listened and repented of their sins and come to me. I would have forgiven them. I would have loved them. I loved them anyway, but they rejected me. And he said, I never wanted them to come to hell. And then I looked at his feet, sister, and out of his feet, blood came out on the ground. And I was so sad. And I looked at his eyes, tears flowing down. He said, we're going to go to the left leg of hell first. Hell has a body laying on its back in the middle of the earth. said, there's compartments, degrees, fires. And in the book of Galatians, he said, People are here for every work of the flesh. And he said, earth needs to repent, repent of the works of their flesh. He said, in this place is bottomless pits, divine fires, a place of sorrow, a place of weeping, a place where they wail, everlasting burning, he said, everlasting to dis- destruction, and where they curse God. And we kept walking. I was so terrified. And I was in the spirit. And I'd look about me and I would think, oh, my God, I hope I don't meet anybody I know down here. Because a lot of people I knew had died without Jesus before this experience. 
And when he said, he said, child, you will see them in a skeleton form. And he said, they will not have the flesh like they did on earth. But inside the skeleton is a dirty mist that floats. That's their eternal soul. He said, this is a holding place to the day of the great white throne judgment of my father in the book of Revelations. Children, we entered into the left leg of hell as far as I could see. And I'll give you the scriptures in a minute. Were holes dug into the ground around three and a half feet around, two and a half feet deep, miles and miles, because he made the light. He'd raise his hand and it'd be like light would appear for a few few minutes, what he wanted. And in every hole was a skeleton screaming, let me die, let me die. And these skeletons, as Jesus and I walked near them, they would cry and put their bony hands together and scream, Jesus, Jesus, let me out of here. And there would be demons like you see in the magazines, like you see in these horror shows, come up and scream and tell them to shut up. And I watched this, and I stood and I trembled to think an eternity in this place. And then from here, you're cast into a lake of fire to burn for eternity. Thinking this, and Christ said, stand here. And he walked away from me to so many feet. And above us was high like a cave. And the ground was cracked and burning dry. And we kept walking, or he kept walking, and he stopped and put his arms up. And he prayed in uh, the Holy Spirit unto his Father. And when he did, hell shook. And the fires that was clothing those skeletons Calm down to like around their ankles. And I looked around their ankles was God's word written in big black letters while they were in hell. And then he comes back to me. He said, this is the place where the people that we will talk to and you will write it in a book and tell what they said. I said, Lord Jesus, this is so frightening, so scary. He said, fear not, I'm with you. And so he took me by the hand, and we walked to the first skeleton. And the only way you could tell, Patricia, if it was a man or woman, was by the voice. If they spoke, you know, like if it was a man, it was a man's woman's voice. Then they also had nations of different nationalities in the same place. And this was in Galatians, the sins of the flesh, of adultery, fornication, and some... um, Another sin. I don't have it written down here in front of me. But in this place was, listen to the word of God, a place where they will be tormented with fire. Fire would clothe them. Luke sixteen twenty four. They would come up like a torch and go down there, scream and scream and pull the worms out of their bones. Oh, Lord. A place where they will be tormented with brimstone. Revelations fourteen ten. A, a place of unquenchable fire, Second Thessalonians one nine. And I began to listen, and I could hear them. They would curse God. Revelations sixteen eleven, a place of torments, Matthew thirteen forty one and forty two. And I screamed and screamed and said, Jesus, get him out of here, get him out. And he came back and said, Child. This is the Father's judgment. The day will come in the book of Revelation. There shall be a great, great earthquake. 
and that the people here in hell will be brought up to stand in the galaxy. The judgment seat of God it will come out in, in space, and there they'll be judged, and their books will be opened, and they, they will be thrown into the lake of fire for eternity. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, my God. And sure enough, years later, or months later, I had another preacher I met. He had seen the same thing, scared to tell it. He wouldn't tell it. And I got so upset. I said, you know, God knew to give it to a woman so we would tell exactly what he's telling us. And you men, too, you need to tell it. But the man said, I'm afraid, Mary, that they'll call me crazy. I said, yeah, they'll call you crazy and everything. But God's word still stands and God's word is still true. And as I'm looking at all this, Jesus says to me, he said, now this was in 1976. He said, the days are coming. They're going to water down my word. They're going to have false teachers and false preachers arise all over the earth. And they'll tell people, oh, you don't have to worry. Once saved, always saved. He said, my child, that's a lie. He said, yes, you can get born again. It served me, but you cannot live like the devil and still say that you're saved and serving me. You have to surrender all your flesh to me and ask me to help you overcome and I will have mercy and great mercy on those that will hear what I'm saying. And look it up in the Bible. Look it up. And we kept walking amongst these skeletons, and I was so sad. And the first skeleton we came to was a, a man, because his voice was a man. He spoke to Jesus. He said, oh, Jesus, please let me out of here. And Jesus stopped, and he said, oh, man, what is your name? And the man told him, and Jesus said, why are you here? He said, because I lied about the word of God. I watered down your gospel to make money and use your gifts for merchandise. And he said, and all at once, flames shot up all over him, and worms come out of his bones, and he screamed and pulled them out. Now, I'm telling the people listening, this is real. This is your judgment. When you die and get through with the earth, you're either going to go to heaven or hell. There's no uh, place to wait six months to go to heaven. It's straight hell. And you've got to get repent while you're alive on the earth. You've got to turn to Jesus of Nazareth. Come in your heart and save your soul. You've got to ask him to forgive you. And honey, he will. He loves you. No matter where you're at in the world tonight, Jesus Christ is right there calling on you to give your life to him. And he said, if you will repent of your sins and ask him to come into your heart, honey, and save your soul, he'll do it. He's not a man that he can lie. And I I kept looking, standing, and snakes were crawling around. And I was so scared, Patricia. And Jesus would come back to me, and he'd take my hands and come. And he'd go talk to another skeleton. was a woman. She spoke a woman's voice. And I cried in myself, but no tears came. And I said, Jesus, what has she done? He walked over and said, oh, woman, what is your name? And she told him, and he said, why are you here? And she said, because I was in church, played games with you. I seduced the men to go out with me and have uh, sexual relationships with them. I broke up their families. I broke up their churches. 
And I heard the gospel many times, but I was sent of the devil to destroy this work of God. And Jesus said, and what happened? She said, I was killed one day, and my soul came here, and I've been burning ever since. She said, is there no more hope for me? And Jesus said, all hope has departed. And he had tears coming down his eyes and kept walking. And I kept walking with him. And we went through that. It's in my book for quite a while. And then, sisters and brothers, we went to another place in hell called the belly of hell. And in the belly of hell was 17 miles high and three miles around, straight up, jail cells on all sides, like jail. And then the bottom of this place, of the belly of hell, was many activities going on of the devil, different torments for different things out of the book of Galatians, the works of your flesh. And in this, in some more scriptures I want to give you here in the middle of this, because I want you to read your Bible and read it for yourself, honey. And it says, hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet the thy coming. He stirreth up the dead for thee, even all the chief ones of the earth. It has risen up on their thrones and all the kings of the nation, and they shall speak and say unto thee, Are thou also become weak as we? Are they become like us? I'm telling you, we are in a time, it says in Mark 9, 48, where their worm dies not, the fire is not quenched. All of these souls, Patricia, that was in the left leg of hell, honey, had worms coming out of their bones, big white worms, and they would pull them out, and they'd go somewhere else and somewhere else, and they could not kill the worms. The fire did not bother them. And it said, for the grave cannot praise thee, death cannot celebrate thee, that thou go down into the pit can not hope for that truth. That's Isaiah thirty-eight, eighteen, And it says, the sorrows of death compressed me, and that's what was going on with me. And the pain of hell got hold upon me. I felt, found trouble and sorrow. Psalms 116.3. We are truly in a time of sorrow, sweetheart. Thousands died from the virus. We need Jesus like we've never, never had before. We need to hang on to this living word of God, the Holy Bible. We need to believe him and take that fear. He'll take the fear away. He'll send a fresh fire, a fresh anointing on it if you ask him. And he said, no plague will come nigh thy dwelling. No evil will befall thee. That's what he said, honey. And he means it. And Jesus means it. He don't lie. And when you read that Holy Bible, you'll find out how much power he had. And he's just ready to loose precious uh, precious anointing on you. He's ready to move in a way you never dreamed from you, no matter where you're at. He is God Almighty. Hallelujah. There's a Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And he gives us the gift of the Holy Spirit that we can pray and intercede for everything because he said so. God said it, and we just believe it. Thank you, Jesus. Here's another scripture, Isaiah 24, 17. Fear, and there was fear, Patricia, everywhere, honey. And the pit, there were pits everywhere. And the snare upon thee. O inhabitants of the earth, it shall come to pass that he who fled from the noise of the fear shall fall into the pit. For the grave cannot praise thee, death cannot celebrate thee. That that go down into the pit cannot hope for that truth. 
So that's what I want to tell you. Many were crying and saying, we won't do the wickedness again. We won't out of this hole if you'll just forgive us, get us out of this pit. God's word means what it says. Jesus Christ gave his blood upon a cross, Patricia. He shed the blood. If we come to him and said, Jesus, I'm a sinner. I'm so rotten. I've done terrible things. And I asked your holy forgiveness. Could you forgive me in Jesus' name and let your blood wash over me? Forgive me, Lamb of God. And when you do that, it happens. He begins to change you. He's right there to help you. He's not a man that he should lie. He is forever, ever King of kings and Lord of lords, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. In the belly of hell, Christ took me up to look and there was all these jail cells in a circle. And this I saw the devil up high and two men by him in flames of fire, but they didn't get burned. And I saw the devil telling all these pitiful souls in these jail cells, if you don't praise me, I'll burn you more. And then he spoke a wicked, wicked thing against God, and he said, I will win against God. He said, I will fill hell so full and deceive thousands of people. And I listened to that. And I said, oh, Jesus. And we never, Jesus didn't say a word. And the devil would ascend up in these 17 miles and begin to burn people again over and over. And I, I heard their screams and screams. Sometimes I'd hear them at the nighttime crying. But no more hope. No more destiny, but yet knew they were in a burning hell. And then they'll be thrown to the lake of fire, which I also saw. Jesus translated me there and showed me the lake of fire. And as I was standing with Christ, he says, child, warn the people out there that's in the occult, that's serving Satan, that's doing witchcraft and sorcery and all abominations, wizards, wicked powers. They're out there doing these works that the day will come if they do not repent of their wicked sins and turn back to me. And when they die, this is their place of torment. And then I saw these jail cells, and in front of it was a four-foot walk. You walked around it, dirt. Oh, my goodness. Jesus went up on one of these ledges, and we saw skeletons holding the bars of sails, screaming, screaming, screaming. I cannot die. Oh, death, would you come? You could hear the voices of many, 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 many people, of men and women of all nations. And he said they were deceived by the devil. They were seduced to do these wicked things. And uh, Patricia, are you there? Are you still there? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm, I'm listening. Make, I'm listening. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I'm listening. Well, I want to make sure you're there. Uh, but but people need to know that if you're out there, honey, and doing dark things, please repent and quit it. Halloween's coming to work. I do not like Halloween. Every time I see those blooming skeletons, I think of hell. Because there's thousands of them in hell. And when you die and go to hell, if you have a leg missing, you don't have a leg in hell. That skeleton don't have a leg. If you die and you've been in war and had your head cut off, you don't have a head in hell. If you're there, Patricia, and you've had cancer, 
you reap 10,000 stronger the pain in hell than you did on the earth. And in some people that aborted and murdered babies, their pain and their misery in a place in hell is so horrifying that the demons will actually translate themselves into little babies and act like babies and torment them. And they scream, we deceived you, we deceived you. And then the the witches, the warlocks, the sorcerers are locked in these cells. And Satan told them, I deceived you and I hate you as much as Christian. This is your kingdom hell. And I tell this because I know a lot of witches and warlocks come out of sorcery when they hear this. If you read the Bible, you will understand who you're serving. You're serving the devil, not God. Witchcraft is a sin. And truly, all over the earth, I'm serious, they make these awful plastics of these uh, all kind of other statues of skeletons. And every time I think of hell, because that's what I saw in hell, because you can picture it, as many thousands of skeletons there are on earth today. But there's a dirty mist inside that floats, Patricia. That's their soul. And that soul feels things. And your mind sometimes will go insane in hell. You'll grab your head and scream, let me die, let me die. And all the things you did keep coming to you around like a, like a broken record over and over and over. Because you never repented to God Almighty. Our God had a plan for us so we wouldn't go to hell. He sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to walk this earth as a young man. He was crucified. As a young man, his blood was shed. He was beat beyond recognition. He uh, he went via Del Rosa. He cried. He dropped blood. He, he had uh, so many stripes on his back. Those 39 major stripes were for our healing for the nation. That's what the Bible says. And And he died so we would not go to hell. And when he was hanging on that cross, his father had to turn his head because his son gave his life, his blood, that we should have eternal life. So on the day, the third day, he was free. For, he went to hell after that. He preached in hell after that, after he was put in the tomb. And let me tell you, he rose victoriously. His father gave him back his life and power. I'm telling you, he's king of kings and lord of lords, Jesus Christ our Savior. I don't care what people think about me. I could care less. Except I want you to read that Bible and be saved and born again. I don't want you going to hell, honey. I don't want nobody in witchcraft going to hell. I don't want anybody out there murdering people to go to hell. There's a place in hell where meat hooks, like a meat factory, where the skeletons of Hitler was hanging. Skeletons of the wicked kings were hanging. And worms by the thousands crawling and snakes and they're screaming and screaming, I cannot die, I cannot die, I feel this, let me loose, let me loose. Tormented, tormented, tortured with no end to it, children. Demons of all sizes. The kids out there trying to commit suicide don't do that. Satan sends up groups of little invisible demons to sing to you. When you go through a horrible marriage or a horrible divorce or if you're broken and you want to get out and do something, kill yourself, don't do that. The devil is wanting you to. So he waits the opportunity when you're in and you're down and out. He waits so you don't 
care anymore and it seduces you to kill yourself. Don't do that. These are demon powers out of hell. They get on the power lines, it sinks. Nobody loves you. Nobody likes you. Get rid of yourself. That's suicide. Don't do it, children. Feel the Holy Spirit. Mark nine forty eight. This is Jesus' word. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. Malachi 3, 2, hated the good and loved the evil, who plucked off their skin from off them and their flesh from off their bones. Psalms 1, 16, 3, the sorrows of death compressed me, and the pains of hell got upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Children, we need to truly think, telling this, probably me, you're laughing and mocking, which is okay. Please, though, know that Christ loves you and he's reaching out to you today. This precious lady let me come on a radio show. And in Luke 13, 3, you can look it up. Unless you repent, you should all likewise perish. I cannot I cannot eliminate that. That's the truth. We've got to repent. God made it easy through his son's blood. He said, if you'll repent, my son shed his blood, that I will forgive you. But whosoever not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire, Revelations 20:15. He should judge the world with righteousness. Our God, Almighty God, spoke and created the earth we're on right now. Almighty God, Almighty God spoke the waters into existence in Genesis. Almighty God spoke the stars in the sky. Almighty God did it with his word. It and it happened. He spoke it and it happened. God is God and King of Kings of the whole earth, heaven and all in between. And He has the, the Holy Ghost to give us as a gift to help us overcome. He has Jesus. He has angels, troops and troops of angels to help you. He said He will never leave us nor forsake us, no matter what we're going through. And there's several people out there today going through hard times which I know, honey, but God will help you turn your hearts to him, turn your lives to him. Ask him to forgive you and come into your heart. And as you listen to this testimony, it's the truth, it's the Bible. Well, you know, I never dreamed as a young woman I'd ever be doing all of this. You know, I love children, house full of children. They prayed, they got the Holy Spirit, and they were little. And you never think, you know, as you, as you grow up and you've taken care of every little thing for the goodness of the Lord, the day would come that Christ would say, hey, I'm taking her and showing her hell. I went to hell three hours a night for 30 nights. I went to heaven 10 times. 10 times. That made 40 visits from God. When I was taken to heaven, an angel come to my bed. With rainbow wings said, come and see the glory of thy God. <clears throat> I went to heaven. I walked on streets of gold. I saw the little aborted babies had been murdered by the thousands standing with little. The boys had like blue on the girls. They had on pastel colors, uh, pink like. 
And they stood in a row and they would stand by Jesus. And there was a tree called the forgiveness tree. And they would go pull a leaf and bring it back and give it to Jesus. And say, Jesus, we forgive those who murdered us. Would you forgive them? And they would pull them into his chest and the light of God would cover them. He would put them down. I'm talking about little children, two or three years old, without number, that had been aborted as growing up in heaven. God has such miraculous things like you've never seen. He has trees <clears throat> called the diamond trees that's, that the leaves are made out of crystal. And the music they, underneath it is leaves, branches, 100 miles. The redeemed that went to heaven, they get a new body. Within uh, 15 minutes after you're in heaven, if you were 100, you look 33 years old. They dress you. They present you before the king and for the throne of God. And all through heaven, there's mysteries and revelations. I wrote books on that. Call it and get them. But there is things we need to tell you. Heaven is a place where there's no evil. Heaven is a place where there's angels, beautiful birds. Some birds are so huge, they're blue. Some are like rainbow-colored birds that fly. There's a line of Judah in heaven that will walk up to you and put his paw out to shake, shake your hand. Children, we have a choice, heaven or hell. There's joy. There's fruit trees all over. People fill the fruit trees, families. And eat the fruit. Every nationality I saw in in heaven. And when when I was down there in hell, you talk about weeping and crying. I could not wait that God would take me back. He took me to hell from 2 o'clock in the morning to 5, 3 hours a night. And I'm telling you what, it was not a good journey. It was not a peaceful thing. It was much sorrow. And I tell you what, if you're listening here today and you're not saved, Patricia, I'm on a, I feel like leading people in a sinner's prayer. But Father God, I come to you this morning, this afternoon in Texas, wherever we're at in the United States, over the world. And who's ever listening out there? If you've sinned in that horrible things, honey, repent. All you got to do is repent and say, God, I'm so sorry in Jesus' name. Please forgive me. I don't want to go to hell, Lord. Ask him to come into your heart, darling, save your soul. No matter who you are, what nationality you are, he will do it. He's God. And open up your heart, your understanding. Ask him to receive him as your Savior. I don't know where you're at and who's listening to all of this, but, honey, if you possibly find a good church or a good friend that believes the Holy Bible, please get with him and pray. Maybe you're in a country that don't have Bibles. I don't know. But this is the day Christ is calling on you, knocking on your heart, honey. And he said, I will save your whole household if you live righteous in me. He said, I'll save every one of them. He said it. He meant it. I'm telling you, since I had my experience, 1976, do you know every, I had a big family, huge family, we are part of the Cherokee Indians, and many, many people in Irish were Irish and Indian, and many people, and all the, a lot of died with the Lord. Every one of them were born again. God made a way. 
he took one of my uncles to hell and showed him hell was in a coma because he was rotten. He was wicked. And Buddy had changed him, and the Lord let him live <clears throat> three months. Then he died and went on to heaven. He let him testify about what he did, what he saw. He saw many things I saw, and he, he was my uncle. And this is a true testimony. And we have to realize that God is speaking on this radio show today, that there's so many out there that are listening. Get your Bible. Read in there. Look up hell on your computers. Don't push it aside. Look up Jesus on your computers. Uh, Please, because he's calling you today. I wouldn't be on this radio show. And I want to give you another scripture. Oh, hallelujah. I have to come back one day, Patricia, and preach on heaven because he wants me to tell this. He said, in the lake of fire, okay, guys, let me tell you what that is. He gave me the revelation of it. One night he said to me, and it was in Matthew, he said, cast ye the unprofitable servant into the lake of fire. I said, what are you talking about, Jesus? He said, come, I want to show you. He said, I've called and chosen many people to preach my holy word. But they let the cares of the world get in more than me. They let the things of life more. It was, it's a suffering way at times. All my disciples suffered. John the Revelator had his eyes put out on the Isle of Patmos to write the book of Revelations. He wrote it on a paper tree. And he said, child, I want to show you out of darkness. And he translated me out of hell. He raised his hand. We went out of hell to the galaxy. And we went high into the galaxy where there's a, a big place. And many scientists say this ain't so, but I'm telling you it's so. There was called, a place called a black hole. And we walked into this place and there was no devils, no demons. Just I could hear crackling fire. Excuse me. And the further we walked, the hotter it got. And I kept walking with the king. And I could feel, again, his precious heart. I could feel the weeping coming up on him. And I said, Jesus, what's wrong? He said, look, Lord. And listen. And we walked further. And we came to a big, big, big lake. It was raging, boiling fire. So much fire. Crackling fire. Sounds of wailing. Sounds of screams. And I stopped and said, Jesus, what is this? He said, this is the lake of fire. He said, there's no way out of here. And he looked at me and he said, what are you going to do about it? I said, Christ, what can I do? He said, you're to tell what I've shown you, told you. And I looked up. He said, this is a two-fold revelation. He showed me the fire below, high above it. It was like a dirt land, piece of land. And then I saw thousands marching, coming towards the edge of the dirt that would collapse and go into the fire. And I looked at them, and they were people like us of every nation. But their skin was sewed over their eyes. Their skin was sewed over their ears. And Jesus said, look, they have eyes to see, but do not see. They have ears to hear, but do not hear. 
Who's going to stop him from reaching this everlasting flames? And he began to cry. And as he did, <clears throat> the dirt came under, and thousands fell into the, the fire, burning and screaming, burning and screaming. And he said, who's going to stop? And I looked in the fire. Skeletons were swimming to the edge with skeletons grabbing the edge and sucked back under. And the fire seemed to be like it was alive. It would pick up skeletons and throw them against the rocks. And they would slide back into hell screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming. And he said to me, what are you going to do about it? I said, what can I do about it, Jesus? He said, you tell the truth. You tell the truth. Tell them what you see. Tell them what I've shown you. He said, we're going to go to hell again in a tomorrow night. But he said, this is very serious. This is the wake of fire. And on the great white throne judgment, when Christ comes, and we all and they all come out of hell and stand in the galaxy before a throne in the galaxy, and God has judgment. All of these skeletons you saw will stand and there their books will be open, and if they're not, they're not saved. They're not saved. They'll be cast into the lake of fire. That doesn't mean they can get saved after hell. They cannot. You must understand this. When you stand before God on the great white throne judgment, if you were brought out of hell, you would be thrown into this lake of fire to burn forever and ever and ever. That's eternity, guys. Wake up and be counted. Wake up and receive Christ in your heart and begin a fresh start today. I don't want anyone, Patricia, going to hell. I don't want anybody, not the worst enemy in the world. And I pray the scales come off your eyes today. I pray the scales come off your ears today and you hear what Jesus Christ is saying. And I release anointing on you to repent today. And turn to a living God, an almighty God that made us all, created everything. He is almighty God. And he has the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, and the elders. He has thrown in heaven. Heaven is beautiful. Beautiful. Many redeemed are up there. And someday, I'm telling you what, I'm going to be going there. Others are going to be going there. And there we, we live forever, eternity with God. And it's not a fairy tale. I feel like someone's listening and thinks the fairy tale. No, honey, it's not. It's true. And another thing, God, I'm going to do a, a, a prayer now because it's getting late. We're only going to be on here a few more minutes. And I want to talk to you from my heart. If you're out there and you've never received Christ, and I really mean this, I pray right now that the conviction be loosed upon you of the Holy Ghost. And draw you, draw you unto Jesus. I pray with all my heart that Jesus Christ sends out troops of angels and releases them on all of you listening today. And that you'll be able to feel his holy, mighty presence and surrender your life to Jesus Christ afresh. And ask him, say this, say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I've done wicked things. And I ask you, Lord Jesus Christ, to forgive me and wash me in your cleansing blood, the blood you shed on Calvary to wash my sins away. And I know once they're washed away, they will never be there anymore, Lord. And I don't want no spirit of condemnation to come up on you because Christ said he will deliver you from everything. 
and give your heart to him, your life to him, and serve him. He loves you today. He cares for you. That's why I'm on this radio show to tell my story. That It's not just a story. It's reality. Look it up in the Bible. Look it up on your phones, your computers. Do a research about hell. Do a research about skeletons. Even your very bones. Your very bones tell a history of your life. Did you know that? I did a research last week on the skeletons. Because of Halloween, so many of these awful skeletons around. And even there, they had a real skeleton in a doctor's office teaching science. And it was a true skeleton. Someone had died. They found that through her bones, even the kind of food she ate. Wake up, wake up, for Jesus is coming back. And when he comes back, we will to go if you're still here. When he trumpet blows, he said we would. That's a far another teaching. But today we've talked a lot about hell, a lot about hell. And I pray you get your Bible. If you've received Christ, you can even uh, let um, Pat, 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 uh, Patricia know or somebody know and begin to celebrate your new birth. Because when you're born again, you become a new creature. And when temptation comes to you, honey, and you will fall at times, you rebuke it and keep on going and find a good pastor and a good church. That really loves you, darling. Okay, amen. Patricia, I think that's all God wants me to do today. I'll give you a chance to say something, honey. Hello? Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I pray that everything that has been spoken, that his word not returning to him void, but accomplish that which it has been sent to do. She has rightly divided the word of God and poured out her heart today and given you the truth. He that hath an ear to hear, please let him hear what the Spirit is saying unto you. She spoke of eternal death versus eternal life. There is a hell to shun. And there's a heaven again. And the gift of God is eternal life. Eternal life. And the explanation that she gave, some people go to university, go to all types of studies and don't come out with the revelation knowledge that she just imparted to us. I ask that you take this audio and study it, take it to the word of God, and line up on line, precept upon precept, because as she was speaking, the scriptures were coming up to me and confirming, like, yes, and, and, and giving me a deeper understanding, even of things that I thought I understood, but she took me deeper, and I pray that that same anointing to take off the, the scales from your eyes, um, when she began to speak about the covering over the eyes, the blindness of the eyes. I've seen it for myself. And so she have not she and I have not had this conversation. I simply extended this invitation, not even realizing that this was the tenth day of October twenty twenty. That's ten ten twenty twenty. This is divine order. This was meant to happen today on this day because this is an ex Expectancy come out into a greater expectancy of who God is. 
we are still we are still running this race and when she said that I'm like oh my god I was I was trying not to cry because I'm like I've got to come back on the air but I was I was tearing up and I'm like okay hold it together hold it together so I want to thank you Dr. Mary Kay Baxter for being a part of this broadcast yeah. on this day and may the reward that he has for you because this is going to be heard all over the world as though you've already been heard all over the world and you're translated all over the world. But I pray that this really? reaches so yeah. many places oh, that yes, yeah. ma'am. Excuse me, excuse me, just me. You mean they translate it to other nations? They translate. Yes, it? ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, okay. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, you, me, this, this I, will. Yeah. Can yes, I ma'am. say something about my website? She gave you yes, the ma'am. website www.maryinitialkbaxterinc.com. Under that, now Patricia, they can order books. It goes. It brings up everything. It brings up the books, honey. And if they want to do a donation for me, they can do it under there. So I can keep doing this. But also for your radio program, do you have something they donate to you? Because this is a great I, work you're doing. I thank you, and um, um, you got to make me cry. Yeah, I've been sowing seeds. Well, wait I've been minute. sowing seeds. God wants me and... to tell you something, Patricia. God wants me to tell you something that you're special, and that you're doing this to save people from eternal damnation. And you also have a website, don't you, honey? And that there's a lot of people out there may want to donate to your radio show because this takes money, this takes time. And when you're walking through storms of life, I mean, I got to say this: if there's even somebody that wants to give you ten dollars or fifteen to help you get this story, all your stories radio out, sweetheart, you deserve it. We can't do this alone. Jesus has teams, and I never talk like this a lot. But Jesus has teams of people who listen today that want to help get this message to the world. And they can contact you, right, honey, on your radio show, right? Yes, right? ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, honey. I'm going to t- hers, hers is team at blogtalkradio.com. Yes, if wow. they want to email me, they can email me. They can email yeah, yeah. me at Patricia E. Adams Live at gmail.com. You can email me at Patricia E. Adams Live.com. Um, Patricia E. Adams Live.com. I'm sorry, Patricia E. Adams Live at gmail.com. Again, Patricia Good. E. Adams Live at gmail.com. I do this from my heart, um, and I am sowing seed for the kingdom of God and the message is is that for me the theme of my show is that there is life after difficulties. Whatever yeah. you've gone through, whatever has happened to you, you don't yeah. have to become a perpetrator. You don't have to repeat the cycle of abuse in your life. That God That's has right. a way that is so much greater and so much higher, a greater purpose for your life, a greater call for your life. You have been harmed, you have been abused, you have been neglected, you've been mistreated. But it didn't come yeah. through the hand of God. Um, there is evil in this land, and God is God. God is God. He sits on the throne. He is not a dictator. Therefore, evil, evil until he returns will continue 
to right. do evil things right. to evil people and cause harm. The one thing that I want you to understand when she said that these people cried out to die. They cried out to die. They died a physical death on this earth, but when they died a physical death separated from eternal life, then they went into eternal death, meaning that they can never die and enter into a rest that God has for right. So it's that they can't put off the corruptible. So when she said they died with cancer and they were separated from God, that that cancer is continually eating away at them for all of eternity. They can never enter into a rest. The gift of God is eternal life and you enter into a rest. You put off, oh, thank you, Jesus. You put off the yes. corruptible and you put on what cannot be corrupted and you put off yes. mortality and you put on immortality. And in him, yes. you put on a new body, yes. a new life, and you live in rest, yes. you live in peace, but to die in your yes. sins and your trespasses and whatever diseases yes. and, and, and uh, isms that have a, attacked you, addiction and alcoholism, all those things, when you die separated from him, yes. you die yes. as a drug addict and you are perpetually being a drug addict for eternity. They're crying out, please just let us die. In hell, they're asking to die. And, and you, huh. it's in the Bible. It says that even the rich man, he looks up and he says, oh, please just let Abraham quench my thirst. Just, just a drop. Is that if you die without him in your life, you will spend eternity being tormented. You will spend eternity being eaten up. Mary Kay says the worms, the decay, the rot, the stench. When she talked about it, yes. smell, if you've ever smelled rotting flesh, decaying flesh, if you've ever smelled that, yes. that's the stench that you'll smell forever. Jesus, that death Jesus. grip will forever be there with you. And just people asking for, they're not asking for peace. They just let us die. Let this end. And he's like, no, I've got you yes. for eternity. But oh, you know what? God is eternal life. That's, yes, that's, man. No, no, that's absolutely true what you're saying. And there was something you said the Lord showed me that we need to clear up. See, when, when you die without Jesus and go to hell, there's no coming out of hell, sweetheart. Mm-mm. What Mm-mm. we're trying to explain to you, why you're alive, and you've many of you have heard the gospel many times, probably on this broadcast she's got. You need to quit playing around and repent to Jesus, turn from your ways and stop it, and I guarantee you, Almighty God will heal you. He will deliver you. And, and also, Patricia, I wanted to say this earlier today in the broadcast before I was praying, and the Lord said, there's a man or woman out there, who it is, that has a terrible wisdom tooth that's hurting them, in fact. And he's the healer. He wants to heal that tooth today. Mm. And I got to speak it, if you don't mind, but he wants a healing anointed flow for these precious people that give their heart to Christ. There's a wisdom tooth on the the right side in the back of someone's mouth that's very painful, and God is going to give them a sign and a wonder and heal that tooth to let them know he's God. And there's another one that has a lot of confusion of the mind, and today God said he's going to heal that mind. When you go to hell, many times people that was wicked and did wicked devices feel like they're losing their mind in hell. But with Christ, he gives you a sound mind, like she said. Mm. We do that. And there's healing in the anointing. 
And he gave me another thing I forgot Patricia said. Uh, there's a person uh, that has a broken heart, so broken, that thinks they've been so wicked that God won't forgive them. But tell them, Patricia, that's not true. Tell them that. That's not true. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead, Patricia. Tell them that God will forgive them of everything. This is a God woman, will forgive I think. You. God will forgive you of everything. The gift yes. of God is free. It's free. Yes. It's free. And it's yours for the asking. He wants you to have it. Just ask him for it. Yes. It's free. Yes, and we pray. He loves you. Yes, honey. He loves you. Yes, and we and pray. The Spirit of the Lord delivers you, darling. Take all the guilt and the condemnation from everybody. Pull it away. That's why it came, so that we would have no condemnation. Ooh, I feel the presence of the King. Oh, my. I feel, Patricia, the presence of Jesus. And he's saying, behold, O earth, the salvation of the King of Jesus. Reach out today, no matter where you're at. I'm right there to pull you up and lift you higher. I'm right there to love you and forgive you of everything. I will wipe away all your tears, little children. Wow, I feel the Holy Spirit moving on your broadcast. And many are hearing today the question, just trust me, said the Lord. I came to set you free from all these doubts and fears you see. I came to set you free from the attacks of the enemy. Don't you see? I love you, I love you, I love you. I come to love you with the story of hell, which is true, a true story. Wow. Wow. Many have fear of dying of the plague. Put your trust in me and no plague will come nigh thy dwelling. No evil will befall thee. Put your trust in me, saith the Lord today. I'll take the fear away. I will kiss you on the cheeks and I will kiss you on the forehead to let you feel my love and friends, saith God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Lord. Thank you, Thank you Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Well, there's a call of salvation, Patricia, right now. God is calling. He's calling all over where we preach. My word will not return void. Turn to me with all your hearts, children. I will forgive you. Oh, dear. There's a big call, Patricia. I'm just a cry. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Harden not your heart. Today is the day of salvation. Harden not your heart. Today is the day of salvation. 10 10 2020. Today is the day of salvation. Harden not your heart. Harden not your heart. Thank you, Wow. Thank you, God. For a divine appointment. For a divine appointment and for a divine soul being brought into the kingdom and being snatched out of the fire. Hell. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. For souls being added to your kingdom. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father, for strength and mercy and grace. God, thank you. Thank you. For your glory be magnified, be glorified. 
in us and through us and with us, God, for all things and by all things, where we may, for your glory, for your glory. And may we come out into a greater expectancy of who you are, a double expectancy of who you are and what you want for us, God, and that we would do your will. And we would not turn back, God, but we would run this race. You would run this race, God, for your glory. Be glorified in us and through us and with us. And we magnify you and we thank you, God, that the walls of Jericho have come down today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, that you have permeated the hearts and the minds and the souls and the spirits of those. And that you are quickening the minds, the souls, and the scales are falling off, God. And the blinded and the confused minds, God, are being released. And the chains and the shackles are falling off, God. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you, God, for a greater way, a greater way, and a greater way, and a deeper, a deeper, deeper love for you, God, for your people, God. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Bless Dr. Mary Kay Baxter. Continue to use her, God. Continue to strengthen her, God, for your glory and to replenish what she's poured out. And God caused people to flood to her website and request her information, request to get her material, God, and to sow seeds in her, God, without being Simon the Sorcerer, that they will not come trying to buy heaven, God, but they will come sowing into the work that she has already done. May you be glorified. Be glorified. Be glorified this day. Be pleased with us, our Father. Be pleased with us this day for your glory, God, for your glory, for your glory, God, for your glory, this day, God, for your glory, all for your glory, all for your glory, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, God, oh, we thank you, Father, we magnify you, we adore you, we worship you, praise you, God, bless your holy name, Father, thank you. Thank you again. Please, I want to admonish you to go to um, her website. There is awesome, awesome, awesome revelation and awesome, awesome material available on her website at uh, www.marykbaxterinc.com. Everything that you possibly want of hers is available on this website, books and CDs and uh, other merchandise, and there are free gifts for purchases over $50, and there's a way to donate, and wherever you are, wherever you are, she has told you that her books are available in multiple languages, and please avail yourself. Please avail yourself, because we have come into this kingdom for such a time as this, preparing the way for you to receive the gift of God, receive the free gift of God, eternal life, eternal life, eternal life. He loves you. He loves you. I love you. And we thank you so much, so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. And we are going to close with a clip from Mahalia Jackson. It's an old gospel tune. And I may continue on with something else, but I just want to add this to the clip that this is Mahalia Jackson, Jericho. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.